What do you do with a crying baby that's not yours? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> Mary gets it. Hey, how are you? Welcome to Mary Gets It with your host, Mary Pascoe. With me as always is Bruce Lee as a chug. She is chillaxing in her sweater on the bed. Maybe she'll come and see what's up a little bit later on. But right now, you know what? It's kind of drizzling outside and I'm just going to let Bruce ride. Just going to let her do her thing. Because you know what? That's just the kind of mother I am. Yeah. Uh, Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing great. I have this whack story to tell you. And it's it's a doozy. (laughs) But first, I want to play this song for you that I wrote when I lived in Boston. And I don't believe I've ever performed it on stage. And I haven't recorded it. So you are probably the first person to ever hear it hey that's cool <laughs> so without further ado hey let's uh let's take it back a little bit to the boston days i'm standing at the station i am waiting for the train i never thought i'd be here again i'm looking for a reason hoping for a sign to help me accept that you're no longer mine i said this hurts too much you said it doesn't hurt enough i said this isn't over but i know i know it's over i know it's over you my everything, my everything But you are, you are nothing anymore You are nothing, nothing anymore The orange line is a fun one The green line takes me home The red line goes to you And the blue will take me on The things we say today We'll never go away And the things we do tomorrow Have to lead us from our sorrow I said this hurts too much You said it doesn't hurt enough I said this isn't over But I know, I know it's over I know it's over You were my everything My everything You are nothing anymore, you are nothing, nothing anymore I'm leaving, I'm going to be free I'm leaving, I'll be happy I'm leaving, I'm finally gonna be Finally gonna be, finally gonna be
yes queen <laughs> such a like take back the night song <laughs> oh boy oh speaking of take back the night holy crab mm. i was okay <laughs> so my fabulous jeep that i love so much had some more issues yesterday on my way to central casting just uh it was actually really terrifying. It was like having some issues on the freeway. And of course, people in L.A., they don't they don't ever think that something might be going on in front of the the in the car in front of them. They just get mad and honk and passively aggressively speed around you. And, you know, but yeah, it was terrifying. I couldn't find a place to pull over because I was on I was on the freeway at a point where it was like uh, another freeway. You the only exits were to get onto the other freeway. Oh, man, it was it was horrible and then finally I got off and there was nowhere to pull over <laughs> but anyway long story short I got the jeep fixed I'm very thankful very grateful that I had the money it's really a shame that I've been dunking and dunking and dunking so much money into this jeep which is very old but I I love uh, my jeep's name is Krabby Mo, the crab mobile and I'm happy that Krabby Mo is fixed up and back but anyway I keep having conversations with my loved ones about like do I keep putting money into Krabby Mo or you know when like when is enough enough now I did hear Jay Leno on Dax Shepard's awesome podcast uh armchair expert talking about one of his he has a ton of cars as we know and one of them is a very old jeep and I was just thinking like see Jay Leno has an old jeep so I can have an old jeep too <laughs> it's okay Side note, Jay Leno used to come into the restaurant where I used to work all the time and I've waited on him a few times and he's so nice. Every time he would see me, he'd just be like, hey, how you doing? You know, like so chill, like we're buddies. <laughs> it was super cool. Great guy. Anyway, I was talking to Ryan and he said, you know, if my car were giving me that many issues, I would just Uber or Lyft everywhere and not have the car. And I don't know what came over me. I'm going to be real with you. Okay, here we go. Let's get real. I was kind of mean to Ryan, and I feel really bad about it, and I apologized, and he accepted my apology, but um, it's not, it's just not really that safe to take an Uber or Lyft, and I'm not trying to harm their business. It's the truth. You know, we've, we've seen lots of news reports. I think now over a hundred incidents have been reported where uber uber and lyft and or lyft drivers have allegedly assaulted people and the truth of the matter is <laughs> you're getting into a stranger's car you know that's like one of the number one rules that you learn as a child not to do <laughs> like what happened to that now we just get into random strangers cars all the time and like it doesn't make it okay just because a lot of people do it it's still terrifying and anything could happen. And, you know, I, uh, yeah, I like, I don't know. I don't feel safe. And then, of course, Ryan being Ryan is like, well, you know, it's also not safe just to be a pedestrian and walk around like you can just get hit by a car. I'm like, that doesn't help. OK, are you trying to make me scared to leave the house at all? Um <laughs> uh, it's funny because as you get older, you're not so much 
worrying more about things because you are worried about like feeling pain or you know dying it's sadly for me it's like thinking how much how much is this gonna end up costing me you know <laughs> insurance only covers so much and hospital bills are expensive so and uh if god forbid i were you know assaulted by a driver that's gonna take some counseling to to work through let's be honest like I don't want to get too real right now, but I have had some bad experiences with people in over the years. And it's it's not something that you can just get over. It's it's rough. And I'm glad that Ryan hasn't had such experiences, really. Like maybe he's had, you know, we've all had things happen. But, you know, our things are different or whatever. And I guess I just felt a little frustrated that he didn't understand. But, like, you know, he doesn't have to understand to care. See, that's mm, that's what I should have told myself before I yelled at him. <laughs> but we're not going to dwell on that because he's already forgiven me. I'm just saying I'm not perfect. You know, sometimes I, I yell and I hate yelling, actually. It's like horrible but you know how you feel sometimes when like it's like I'm I just don't feel like I'm being heard so I feel like I have to be louder and it's like uh that's terrible <laughs> mm. but it's okay I'm a work in progress I'm figuring out how to be a better person every day so the story about the crying baby are you ready for this <laughs> This is uh, a new segment called Restaurant Storytime. <laughs> I was working at the restaurant. It, it was a morning shift, so I was opening the restaurant. And in the beginning of the day, there's just one server. And then the other server comes in at noon. So it was just me and the supervisor, but the supervisor at this restaurant has to do all the to-go stuff. Like, I mean, I help, but um, it's it's kind of a strange situation. You know, you would think that uh, a manager would be managing, like would be like out talking to the guests, table touching as they call it, you know, actually like touching the table, talking to each table. But at this place, there's no time because they have the, they have it down the most bare bones labor to just to save money on labor costs that the managers have to do all the takeout. And it's a lot of takeout. It's so much takeout. It's crazy. That particular day, before I even clocked in, I think that she had already sold like $1,800 worth of takeout food, like before I even got there. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is it was just me because the manager was busy, you know, the phone's ringing off the hook. And it was like a table sat down, she was waiting for someone. Uh, and then another table of two ladies came in and then Right after, I think I was maybe just going to greet that 
second table when a mom and her three children came in and just so happened to sit right next to those two ladies. Now, the two ladies had not ordered anything yet. They saw them come in, and one of the children was in a very, he, you know, he was having a rough day. The kids were super cute, by the way. And maybe I'm a little biased because I like kids. I don't know. But you judge for yourself on this story what you think of the whole situation. But, you know, I went over to the ladies, and uh, I think it was a, a mom and a daughter, both adults. And the mom was like, we want to order right now because we're in a hurry. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> what can I get for you? And she was just like in a nasty mood. And I, she was already glaring at the children. And so I put their order in right away before I went to the table with the kids just so that I could get them going, get them out of there because, you know, they're in a hurry. <laughs> and uh, yeah. It was a very, with the children, that table, it was a very, very, very challenging table, which is fine because, you know, that's my job to, to help out like this. I could tell like the mom was having a tough day, three little kids and one of them is just crying. And it was like, I had a great deal of empathy for her. She was kind of running me around a lot and, you know. That was something, but I sucked it up and I was just thinking like, you know, this could be me someday and I, I want people to treat me nicely. So, you know, I was really nice to her. And then like all of a sudden the other table, the lady just yells at me while I'm doing something with the kid table. And she's like, can I get a straw? And I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Now, you know, we talked about this. There's that new straw law where we're not allowed to bring straws automatically. You have to ask for them. And we're not allowed to offer them. It's this whole thing. And I don't know if that lady didn't get the memo, but she was already mad about, she was mad about the kids and then she was mad about a straw. And then, you know, I went to check on her and she was like, I, I am about to walk out of here. This is unacceptable. This, she's like gesturing toward the kid that's crying. And I was just like, let me just get my manager for you. I'm like thinking, you know, this is, this lady is mad. I have to go to a manager immediately because this, you know, any, anytime someone is going to be like that hostile and threatening to walk out, you got to just go to the manager because otherwise it's going to be me getting yelled at. And the manager was really busy with takeout. So, you know, I told her, but she basically like, first of all, she didn't really have time to go talk to this lady, but she made the time. And she said that our restaurant's policy is that we're not allowed to say anything about kids. I don't know what the exact wording of the policy is, but the lady got really, 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 really mad. And it was just a whole thing. And it's like, I don't know why, like she was mad at, us but it's like well we also like you think we were happy about like dealing with it like nobody was happy in that situation it was a no-win situation if we had said anything to the mom that like she was already having a rough day like that would have ended in catastrophe it was just a whole thing so anyway the lady ended up getting her whole meal for free didn't leave a tip by the way it's fine Annoying thing is she's a regular customer. I'm going to probably have to see her again very soon. And I'm just going to have to act like nothing happened. And 
<sighs> this lady does. She's not probably even going to remember that it was me because she probably doesn't view me as a human. <laughs> Let's be honest. Anyway, but the lady with the kids was like, she apologized to me and she was like, you guys are so accommodating and thank you so much. I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. You know, I was just thinking like, it's a child. Like babies cry that that happens. Like if, if you're on an airplane and a baby's crying, you don't tell the flight attendant you're going to walk out and then get your uh, flight comped for free. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that was annoying. So I don't know. Tell me what you think. Like, is there any way that that could have been handled better? Now, the restaurant is teeny tiny, so it's not like moving them to a different table would have helped. Uh, the They were sitting right next to each other. But if I had offered the ladies to move, they would have just gotten mad that like, well, why do we have to move? <laughs> I don't know. The joys of working in a restaurant. Oh, it's really tough. It's really tough. Oh, man. I had a, a friend many years ago who knew a guy that would say, I'm not, I'm not tipping a server. It's their job. They're doing their job. That's their job. I'm not going to give them money for it. And it's like, excuse you. <laughs> How horrible. Like, what kind of a terrible person is that? That's like the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh, I would love to see that guy try to last one shift waiting tables. <laughs> anyway, enough of this bleh stuff. Let's talk about happy stuff. Hey, the article that Mr. Nick Buckley wrote about me and some other comedians in the Battle Creek Inquirer came out. <laughs> And it was freaking great, and I love it, and I feel so happy about that. Woo-hoo! So definitely check it out. You can search. I'm sure you can Google just Mary Pasco news, news articles, stand-up comedy, something like that. Battle Creek Inquirer, Nick Buckley. It's a really great article. Thank you, Nick. You did a great job. And I'm really happy for your, uh, for you and your family and everything that's going on. And yes, last night I showed Ryan the movie Coneheads for the first time. And it's one of my all time favorite movies. I freaking love the Coneheads. I've loved them ever since they first started being on SNL. You know, I mean, I don't know if I was really. <laughs> with it back then <laughs> when it first happened but but I I love I've always loved all the movies that came out of sketches from Saturday Night Live like they're so good I don't know if there's been one in a while though I was thinking about that I I was thinking like the last few were maybe like the ladies man Night at the Roxbury superstar Molly Shannon by the way I have waited on and she is so nice so so down to earth and like really really nice isn't it interesting how so many famous people are really really nice to their server and then these people who are just 
ran randos are so mean. Like, come on. <laughs> Britney Spears, by the way, nicest. Per I don't know if I've already told this story, but she's like the nicest person I've ever waited on. And just smiling and sweet and, you know, please and thank you. And actually, when she got her food, I don't think she even wanted it. Like, it didn't look like good to her and she was like i thought this was something different and i was like i can get you anything you want i'll take it back and she like she's so nice she didn't even want to send the food back she's like no it's okay um can i just have some ranch <laughs> so sweet and cute if britney spears can be that sweet and nice to a server anyone can come on think of all the things that britney spears has been dealing with jeez <laughs> So, at this point in time, I would like to bring on our fabulous, lovely guest, Ms. Puanesca Devon. Mm -hmm. Hi. <laughs> oh my gosh. I haven't been here in a minute. And, um, you know, Puanesca has some things to say about this show okay so um sit down mary take several seats okay and i'm gonna tell you what i think okay first of all first of all i like what you're doing <laughs> i think you're doing okay and i think you gotta just let go because you know what uh ain't nobody watching for like dislike mm, I don't know trying to be cookie cutter and trying to be like a, a show a show but just be like you you know what I'm saying just be you because uh as you all know Ms. Puanesca Devon is fine when I do my shows honey I'll be up there dancing I'll be up there doing my thing I don't care what nobody thinks I don't care how many people in the audience because you know what all that matters is that I'm feeling the magic and you feeling it too I know that uh -huh. so Mary um hmm, honey uh Oh, when are you going to redo this place, though? I think, like, just paint the walls hot pink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Paint the walls hot pink. I'm not sure that that is allowed in my lease, but uh, I would love it if I could. Oh, honey, don't care about your lease either, okay? Um, you live in Hollywood, girl. Like, people be doing all kinds of crazy things. Like, you don't need to worry about nothing, okay? Just... Have fun. Do your thing. Have your man paint the walls. Ain't your man like a construction worker now? Yes, Ryan is an electrician apprentice. I'm very proud of him. Oh, that explains why he looking so good. <laughs> he looking all dirty. His hands all callous and dirty. <laughs> Excuse me. Putinesca, you have a boyfriend, rocker schman dude, okay? So just back off. I'll stay away from your man. You stay away from mine, deal? <laughs> I don't want your man. You two belong together, okay? So just, mm, mm. you cute, though. Happy happy three-year anniversary and stuff. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, um, listen. Putinesca has got to go, okay? 
But thank you for having me back on the show. And it's always good. And and hey, Jetters, Poenesca Devon loves you. Come see me dance sometime. Okay, bye. Bye, Poonesca. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Poonesca Devon, ladies and gentlemen. Love that lady. Love, love, love that lady. Well, you know what I did today? I took a survey on inbox dollars, which I did yesterday or the day before as well. Quick and easy and fun. And they're paying me for it. I was like, what? Just like taking a little survey. One of them was like so super cute. It was like more like a game than a survey. And I got paid for it. So if you're interested in also getting paid for taking surveys on your phone while you lay in bed watching TV, check out the link in the description for inbox dollars. And if you sign up through my link, I get a little piece of the action uh, from whatever you do. And then you can refer your friends and get a little money for that referral. And hey, you know, it's a little extra money in pocket and it's real. I've gotten real checks from them. So, you know, I wouldn't tell you about something if I didn't know for sure that it's real and good. And then I also got a little bit of uh, money back today on my Ibotta app, which is super easy. Link in description for the, uh, you just bang, take a picture of your grocery receipt, click on what you bought and you get money back. It's super great. Oh my gosh. Like, I freaking love free money, especially because Jeep repairs are very expensive. So I will take that extra money where I can get it. And thank you so much for hanging out with me. It's always very fun to see you. And, you know, just kind of like... Letting out our frustrations about mean ladies who don't like babies. Hey, come on. We were once babies too, and I'm pretty sure we went boo-hoo-hoo-hoo in public. And that doesn't mean that everybody around us should get a free meal. I mean, come on, really? Like, what's the deal? Well the deal oh by the way when i told that lady that we gave her a free meal she didn't even say thank you she just literally glared at me like it's kind of weird every now and then when you give people free meals they say things like what you think i can't pay for this and it's like um i didn't say anything about having i mean i hope you could pay for it you ordered it like we assume you can pay when you order something come on dude just relax and say thank you i seriously gotta get out of this i gotta stop waiting tables oh my gosh i've been doing it too long oh what am i gonna do what am i gonna do what am i gonna do just keep talking to you and hope that someday maybe I'll make some money off this podcast or maybe I could get a role on a TV show. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> I caught myself not being grateful. I gotta be grateful. I'm so grateful for my job. <laughs>
Thank you so much for hanging out. Check out my Amazon storefront, amazon.com slash shop slash raging peanut, R-A-G-I-N-G-P-E-A-N-U-T. And also check me out on the deadly hour. I was the guest and it just came out and it's on YouTube and it's freaking great. And I had so much fun and gosh, I love you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being cool. Thanks for being my best friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs>